Hi, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Experience Van Life, the podcast. My name is Alex. And I'm Frankie, and today we'll be talking about budgeting and quitting your job to live extended van life. Yes, we're so excited about this topic because for the last, well, all of 2019, (sighs) we were saving and budgeting and scrimping so that for all of 2020, we could be self-employed. Yeah, and it was quite an experience because you cut out most things in your life that you're used to, and, you know, we'll get into that stuff. Yeah. uh, Yeah, it was an interesting time, Mm -hmm. to say the least. So, first of all, let's update you where we are right now. We are currently in Carrying Place, which is in Prince Edward County, Ontario. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful wine country. Right now, it's covered in snow, so most of the wineries are closed. Um we're actually sitting in a house on a lake right now, mm-hmm. which is uh, very beautiful because the van is in the shop. Yeah, she's getting a little bit of work done. So nothing major, but if you guys have been following on Instagram, you'll see that our windshield wipers have oh. been on the fritz, our speedometer has been on the fritz, our gas gauge has been on the fritz. Yeah, the whole thing has been a little <laughs> bit on the fritz. <laughs> <laughs> So she's getting a look over. It sounds like everything's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, everything engine-wise is pretty sound. Uh, It's really more of small little problems that, uh, you know, just because she's an old vehicle and and hasn't been really cared for previous to us, um, you know, little things are going to happen to go wrong like this. Yeah, which is okay. So we don't know how many days. We were waiting for the part for the Mm -hmm. windshield wiper, the arm for the windshield wiper, because it was stripped. Yeah. So that'll arrive within two to eight days, Mm -hmm. which is a very long time frame. Mm -hmm. Um, But so as soon as that arrives, then we can switch that out, and then we can get it back I might even just decide to do myself, because we're having them do uh, a couple pulleys and stuff in the van, uh, which I don't want to be outside in the freezing cold. Out here it. for a little while, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, maybe uh, that will take only a few you know minutes or whatever, and I'll just do it myself. That way, you don't have to pay for it. Speaking yes, of budgeting, right? Exactly. So, just as a heads up, right now we are babysitting our niece and nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, where they are in the other room with the uh, pseudo parent, the iPad. So, <laughs> uh, if they do run in and interrupt, I apologize for that. Yeah. But we should be good to chat for a little while because they probably think we're very boring right now. Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> but hopefully, you guys don't. Um, I know that budgeting can seem like a daunting topic, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people don't even have budgets for their regular daily lives. I know I never really had like a, what am I going to spend this month beyond, I knew I had to have X amount of money for rent, Rent, but other than that, I just kind of spend it where I wanted. Car payment for me and uh, cell phone was pretty much what it was, yeah. So when you're thinking about doing van life, the first thing that you really need to do is define your dream. So are you going to have a brand new custom designed sprinter or are you going to DIY something older? Are you going to buy a mini max trailer or are you going to have an RV? Yeah. So you kind of need to look and see what the price of all those might be and what you think that you want to spend. Are you going to go brand new or are you going to go older? 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a lot of different ways to think about it. It all depends on your means of living and how much money you have already saved and yeah. what you could afford if you're going to continue to work while you're on the road. Right. Because if you're going to do that, then maybe you could afford something. A or to have a payment every time. Have a payment every so month. So that's it. Like if you're going to finance something, then you need to remember that every single month mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay X amount of dollars. So I think one of the most important things is planning on like how long you're going to travel too, right? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because in our last episode, in episode one, we talked a lot about which vehicle to choose. Yeah. So you can go back and look at that to and that will help you give you the guidelines of how to pick a vehicle or for van what's, life. what's good for you for van life yeah but so in terms of travel how long do you want to be on the road so for us in our minds we were like we're gonna save for one year of travel mm-hmm. because that felt manageable mm-hmm. we just took all of our costs and extrapolated them to 12 months yep. and then we kind of worked backwards from there and we also knew that we wouldn't be working on the road so we knew that our expenses like whatever it was that we were putting away we had to try to put away a little bit extra because we we wanted to try to enjoy this year mm-hmm. for us you know and and not be at a job or work inside jobs or anything right like that. but perhaps you're thinking I want to be on the road forever or I want to be on the road for three to five mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. you're probably gonna have to bake in some working on the road Correct. and thinking about okay what will that look like a lot of people who do van life they'll you know do seasonal work mm-hmm. so they'll go somewhere maybe in the summer where they know that they can get seasonal work for Mm -hmm. those couple of months make a lot of money and then travel for the rest of the year some people who are within the union could uh get like what they call a traveler's book and they could actually travel from like state to state when there's work in these different states and pick up work that way so living in a van going to these places making really good money it might be that might be your way to go Mm -hmm. so that is a possibility and of course there's always a possibility that if you're running low on funds you could go pick up a job in a restaurant or Uh, honestly another big way of doing it is like go to craigslist and like look up like little jobs that handyman Handyman type of things if you have those type of skills there's there's things that don't even uh you don't even really need any skill for people are just looking for a little bit cheaper work Mm -hmm. and and so they reach out through these other yeah they just need a hand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other way, of course, people make money on the road is through digital content. So maybe you're somebody who is a graphic designer or Mm -hmm. you build websites Mm -hmm. or something like that. You could take your business on the road with you and just work from wherever. Or even a health coach. There you go. So the other thing a lot of people talk about is doing YouTube to make money. We could probably talk about that in a different episode. Yeah. I mean, so expectations for doing YouTube and making money is is definitely a, a thing you could do, but it also is a difficult thing to tap into. Mm-hmm. So so there, there's two ends of it. You know, you're going to be working really hard to do that. And you need a lot of views to make yeah. any kind of significant money. Correct. So even if you have 100,000 views, that might only equal... 100 bucks. Or like $44 yeah. or something crazy. Yeah. So you really need to... I mean, for us anyways, of course we do YouTube and, you know, the live streaming and all this kind of stuff. But... This is more fun for us. Yeah. And like if it does make a little bit of side money that we can like go out for dinner one night or That'd like, you know, that would be good. A, a tank of gas yep. or something like that. 
But, I mean, realistically, our expectation is to try to make something out of it. But if we don't, we have a good lifestyle that we enjoy to do and we enjoy making and putting out these videos. And we can look back at them later on and be like, look what we did and show our grandchildren. And I know. Like I hear that. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, I think they hung thank up. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> not my phone, not my browser. <laughs> my parents are going to hear this later and be like, I missed that message. <laughs> so anyway, so if you're planning on working on the road, maybe you don't need to budget to save as much up front. Mm -hmm. But it's still something that you should think about. You know, you can't bank on the money coming in. So for us, it was definitely safer to have a really big cushion mm -hmm. before we left because both of us had pretty good jobs in New York. We were both making very good money. And yeah, I, would, I would say I was making around 100 a year and um, with, with you know, like insurance and things like that, I was probably making around 150. So it's, you know, our costs were fairly low. So we were able to put away a mm -hmm. decent amount of money. Uh, at least on my end, you know, mm -hmm. it's a little scary too. quitting a job where you're making stature, so much money and, yeah, yeah. and where you're making so much money and then going to not making any money at all. It's definitely a little bit mind blowing when you do that. Yeah, it's stressful. And especially both of us had been working for over a decade while mm -hmm. we were doing. I was an executive assistant at a finance company and I was making around $90,000 a year. Yeah. So to go from getting a steady paycheck every other week for the last 10 years yeah. to then not have a paycheck coming in. It's a really odd feeling. Yes. And I for sure had to, and maybe still having to deal with feelings about like, you know, it's just like your money mindset. And yeah. you know, when the money's not coming in, it's a very tricky to kind of feel like you have money to spend, mm -hmm. even though we saved all this money. Yes. We're still in the mindset of like, we need to scrimp, we need to save, we need to not spend, mm -hmm. even though we budgeted to spend. Yeah, yeah. And $1,000 becomes like a lot of money to you at that point. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, then, well, when you, when you get through understanding like if you're going to work or not on the road and uh, the travel, like how long you plan on traveling, then you're going to try to figure out where do you want to go on this travel. Mm -hmm. So like going to these different places costs different types of money. Right. So if you're traveling mainly through, say, Central America, mm -hmm. um, the cost of food is going to be less than if you're traveling through, say, Alaska. Mm -hmm. Um if you're going to stay in North America, what is the average price of gas versus what is the average price of gas in Mexico? So just for instance, the average price of gas in the U.S. compared to Canada is so astronomically yeah. different. Canada it's, is very much more it's expensive. very expensive when it comes to uh, gas or diesel. Yeah. Considering the, how cheap it is. And these the are all things that you can look up online. Mm -hmm. So when we were building the budget and we, the first thing we looked at is where did we want to go? We yeah. knew we were going to do these 71 mountains. So hashtag 71 mountains on Instagram yeah, if you're looking you for it. Us. So we knew we were going to do the 71 mountains. We mapped them all out. We did like the GPS coordinates. We, we literally did the entire map of all 71 mountains. That was fun. It was fun. Cause it's, it's, this it's is exciting. the fun planning stage. Yeah, You're like, exciting. where are we going to go and what are we going to do? And like, so when we mapped that all out, we were like, okay, this is roughly like 
7,500 miles. Let's mm -hmm. assume we're going to do some random three, driving in between. And, and we'll things say, like, like it's a, on average, like $3.12 per gallon for diesel because that's what we had ultimately. Yeah, so then you do the math. <laughs> that many, how much per gallon times how many miles oh, yeah. times how many miles you're going to go. So I think that alone is like $2,100, something like that. Just, yeah. just in that par portion of the trip, you know. It, which is uh, significant because you, you have to remember you need to save for the whole entire year. Yeah. And if that's only six months, I mean, we have a vehicle that's good on gas. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why we're saving money in that area. But it's still a decent amount of money you have to put away. So knowing where you want to go is extremely important. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a rough estimate of how many miles that you're going to be doing, you can extrapolate how much money you'll need to save to drive all of those miles. Yes, correct. For your year of travel, two years of travel, whatever it is yeah. that you're going to do. Yeah. So that's really the biggest cost. Because if you think about it, like after you've done your build, which you'll need to have a budget item for your build, you'll need to have a budget item for the vehicle. Mm -hmm. All that's already paid for. Yeah. So technically you don't have a monthly rent except for insurance, which we paid up front for the entire year. Mm -hmm. Um Really, your new rent cost, quote unquote, is, is gas. gas. Mm -hmm. So if you're planning on driving somewhere and then staying for two or three weeks in the same place, you're not spending, you're spending very much less yeah. money rather than us who's going from place to place to place yeah. to place. And then even being in like a mild climate rather than a freezing cold climate or a very hot climate, you'll save a lot of money too because you don't need to use heat or you don't need to use air conditioning. So mm -hmm. that's another thing that you would save a lot of money in that particular area. You know, if, you, if you're looking to save the most or you don't have the biggest budget, that's one way to do it is mm -hmm. to be able to travel in places that are more mild temperature. Like temperate. Yeah, like, like 70 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, mm -hmm. to, like something like that. So every day feels pretty cool. Right. <clears throat> so. Well, then you could like, you could talk about food and stuff. So like. Yeah. The... Well, so what you would do really is look at what you're spending now. Yeah. So if you go back, especially for food and things like that, you can see how much money did I spend in the last three to six months on groceries? Yeah. How much was my cell phone bill? How much did I pay for healthcare? If your healthcare is included in your job that you have, you're going to have to look and see in America anyways, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how much is it going to cost for you to get health insurance for yourself? Yeah. Um, how much do you spend to like go out to eat or to movies or for your entertainment costs? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're going to have to look at what do I normally spend on all these things? Oh, and like a couple things you could cut out is eating out and like just going to the grocery store and buying stuff for yourself to bring that number down. Mm -hmm. and, but you have to still do that for three to six months. So you know that you're capable of doing that in general. Right. Yeah. And I find, too, that if you look back mm -hmm. and you see, oh, my gosh, I spent $500 in the last three months on restaurants. Yeah, yeah. That's $500 that I could have put towards my build. Just to give them an example, I would spend $30 a day on, like, breakfast and lunch. Eating uh, out. Eating out for work because it was so much easier for me to do. And, I mean, that, that's $30 a day times that by five. That's what a hundred and fifty dollars per week. Uh, that's that's a significant amount of money if you mm -hmm. add it out up through the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you start looking at your costs, you're gonna see, wow, that's a really big number, and wow, mm -hmm. I don't want to spend that. Yes. So after Frankie kind of came to this realization, 
he started taking his lunch every yep. day. So then we started buying our groceries together mm-hmm, and making mm-hmm. food at home mm-hmm. and then brown bagging our lunches every day. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was the occasional time where I still got some Yeah. Food but it's occasional now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing about a budget is that when you do cut out a lot of things, then when you actually do get to go to it, mm-hmm. you you enjoy it so well, much more. Yeah, for sure. And you're not like worried about spending that money at that point. Mm-hmm. You and know? you can pick the thing that you really love. Because if you're just going out for lunch every day, you're not going to your favorite restaurant every time. You're just grabbing mm-hmm. what's convenient. And another th- big thing we were talking about was entertainment, mm-hmm. right? And entertainment, for instance, like everybody has TV for the most part. Yeah, cable. TV, cable is so expensive. Oh, yeah. If you could cut that bill out and maybe get like a YouTube TV or a Your Disney Netflix account, TV, or... Netflix account, things like that, there's so much smaller of a bill and, and you don't, you could find all the sporting events and things like that and on other. Uh, types of networks, but that's one huge way of cutting down an expense. Totally. It's not having the TV. And actually, believe it or not, it will allow you to experience life a little bit more mm-hmm. if you're not sitting in front of the TV all the time. Mm-hmm. And speaking of like reoccurring monthly expenses, maybe you have a gym membership that you're not using. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had like two of them for like a year <laughs> that I didn't even use. And that's like 50 bucks a month. And, you know, maybe it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but... When you're trying to pool all of your money into your dream, Mm -hmm. which is why you do the dream first. Mm -hmm. Because if you're thinking about like, oh, I want to do this amazing travel and I'm going to go to all these amazing places and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. That 50 bucks a month could now be reallocated to your dream. Correct. And that's so much more exciting than giving 50 bucks a month to some random gym that you're not going to. to, Yeah. Yeah. So you really need to look at everything that you're spending now, Mm -hmm. decide what you can cut out because you're not using it or it's not as important to you now. And then you need to make a budget estimate for the road. So we talked about budgeting for gas, for insurance, for healthcare. You're going to need a cell phone. Mm -hmm. You're going to need food. Um, And depending on if you're like a digital nomad or anything like that, you might even need Wi-Fi. Yeah, you might need so extra these are Wi-Fi. That you might have to put in your budget. You know, think about all the options that you may have, at, or or that uh, you may need. Uh, remember, there's needs versus wants. <laughs> and it was something that's funny that I was reading in a kids book today. But there's needs and there's wants. Your needs you have to have. Your wants are things that you would like to have, but you might not be able to afford. Right. So let's keep with those needs for a little. Yeah. While. So we did two different budgets. I just pulled up our spreadsheet. So the first budget that we did was for our van build. Mm-hmm. So once we knew how much the vehicle, you know, what were we willing to spend for a vehicle? Um, we had to include things like taxes and registration. We had to... Um, That's actually something I think we missed out We didn't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. And then we were like, oh, damn, this is, it was a couple of hundred bucks to yeah, register the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Then we needed a new set of tires. We budgeted for that. Then upfronting or outfitting the van. So the solar system, the miscellaneous parts, uh, the fans, all of the wood and lumber, everything that we bought from Home Depot, all the random stuff that we bought from Amazon. Mm -hmm. We didn't really have a specific budget for each of those line items, but we had a total budget. Yeah, a total budget I think was like six grand at the moment. Well, so originally when we first made the budget, it was $5,000. And then we very quickly... Blew through five thousand dollars. Well, I think I think actually, if I remember correctly, mistake me if I'm wrong. But I uh, correct me if I'm wrong. 
So I think that we had uh, the intention to spend around $8,000 on the vehicle itself. And then we wound up buying the vehicle for $4,000 and spending two, so we added two extra thousand to our budget of... Not quite. Okay. We budgeted $6,000 for the van. Okay. We spent four. Gotcha. But then we spent an extra $2,000 on car parts okay. for the van, okay. so that basically made up the $6,000. Gotcha. Then we had $5,000 budgeted for the build, yeah. which I don't... I'm. We didn't blow through it that quickly, but yeah. like we... You know... Towards the end, there was definitely a lot more expenses we still need to buy, and we realized, wow, we're getting really close to our budget. Yeah. So, but luckily, both of us were still working at this yep. point, and we were like, can we both each put another $1,000 into the build budget? Mm-hmm. And we both said yes. So, we both, you know, cut out anything extra, stopped going out to eat, mm-hmm. stopped going out to drink, whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. and saved that extra $1,000 each to put our budget for the build up to $7,000. And even still, we went over that a little bit. We ended up spending $7,500 on the actual build. Which, I mean, to be honest with you, isn't isn't terrible. Um, You know, we built a whole entire house inside a van for only $7,500. Totally, which I think Mm -hmm. is really, really good and frugal. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what we wanted because we looked at these budget numbers and we were like, if we're going to spend $7,000 on the build, we each need to save $3,500 plus everything else that we needed to spend. One thing I do want to say is don't go cheap because we spent a little bit more money based on the fact that we went cheap on a few items that we had to go back and rebuy. Because we went with a cheaper product that wound up not being efficient for what we were doing. Yeah. So, like, there's certain things you can go cheap on, which we'll talk about later on. Sure. And whatnot. But there are things that you really should just put the money out there and invest in. If it's $40 versus $70, and the $70 one is so much better. Yeah, or $15 versus $70, then it's not a big deal. Yeah, but, like... 200 versus a thousand that's a big difference yeah Yeah. then you might want to think about it a little bit more and look at your budget so then like since we're going to the mountains and all that stuff we had to think about lift tickets so we actually invested our money in buying these two season passes the epic and the icon and those two season passes actually make up the 71 mountains that we're going to this Mm -hmm. season um those two passes are twelve hundred dollars total together uh for each one of us but they're only twelve hundred dollars because we bought them pre 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 season. Yeah. As soon as they went on sale, we went which is the cheapest price that they're going to offer, it's just going to get more and more expensive. Yeah. We went and bought it. So, so if you're going to go out to all these mountains and you know that you're not going to be riding on the weekends or during holiday weeks, these are great passes to get. I mean, one trip out to Colorado for a week would pay for both of the passes. That's how expensive yeah. these lift tickets are. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so you've got your budget for the build, Mm -hmm. and now you need to think about your budget for when you're actually going to be traveling. Uh So we talked about gas, so thinking about how far you're going to go and how much, you know, gas mileage you Mm -hmm. get. Then you're going to have to think about things like car maintenance. Mm -hmm. So you want to build in a buffer so that along the way, if your windshield wipers fail, if you need to go to a mechanic, something like that, that you have a cushion in your budget to pay for things like that. We're probably going to rip through half that budget right now. (laughs) Whoops. Um, Random things like cleaning supplies. Um, How much are you going to spend on campgrounds? Are you going to be 
at campgrounds a lot so that you're paying per night? Or are you going to try to stealth camp most of the time? And campgrounds could either be very inexpensive or very expensive. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's in-betweens and there's, you know, it just depends on what you're looking for. There's little different things you could sign up for mm-hmm. to uh, get, get a lower rate, I think. Well, there's apps that you can follow. So Boondocking, iOverlander, The Dirt, mm-hmm. DYRT. These are good apps that you can use to find places that you can park overnight. Mm-hmm. They'll have places that are free, that are just stealth camping. Mm-hmm. They'll have places that are official campgrounds. Are you going to sneeze? I thought so. <laughs> um, so official campgrounds, and then the apps will tell you how much they cost. So if you're in an area with a lot of campgrounds, and you can see this one's $12 a night, and this one's $40 a night, mm-hmm. but this one has all the hookups that I need, and this one is just a dirt path. Like, yeah. what do you want, and what do you want to spend, yeah. and how much comfort level do you need? And so if you're the kind of person who wants to be at campgrounds a lot, and you'd like to be at the nicer campgrounds, then, so be then you're going to have to budget for, say, 40 to $60 a night that you're mm-hmm. at a campground times you know 365 days a year you know another thing i found uh very interesting is if you know quite a few people wherever you go there's always somebody's driveway you can stay in too uh-huh. so that's another way of saving some money uh instead of going to campgrounds you know and and if if you have that option you know totally um, the other thing that we budgeted for was a gym membership. So we went with Planet Fitness because it's twenty dollars a month for one of us, but I get to bring a guest every time is that it I 20 go. Twenty or ten? I think it's ten dollars a month. Is it? No, yeah. I think it's like fourteen or something oh, okay. weird. Okay. But so we budgeted for twenty dollars a month. Um, I don't think we've seen a full cost yet because it was like a half a cost mm-hmm. for the first month and the second month just came through. Mm. I'll double check. But anyway, so we knew that we wanted to have a Planet Fitness membership so that we could go and use the showers and yeah. stretch out and things like that. So you have to think about that. So if it's $20 a month times 12, we need to save $240 for a mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew we were going to have to rent skis at two, two of the mountains. places because they only allow skiing. And not snowboarding, so we factored in the cost for that. It's probably way too low. Oh to uh, yeah, honest. it's probably like probably like seventy bucks per time for, for the two, yeah. Well, for the two of us, so uh, it's like probably like thirty five dollars each times you know, two. Times two. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that you have to think about are propane. If you have a gas stove, if you've got a burner that you're going to need propane, you're probably going to have to refill your propane tank or buy mm-hmm. a new one every mm-hmm. month. Um, your cell phone plan is something that you're going to have to think about. Are you going to get an extra internet plan? Mm -hmm. How much is that going to cost? Something Um, we definitely thought about, you know, because uploading speeds and things like that are much slower. Yes, and we're finding that it's very frustrating to upload on the road. So So it's something you might want to really think about. Yeah, so we do have a budget item for it, but we haven't actually spent the money on it yet. Um, Other things, tolls for roads. Mm Mm-hmm. We kind of just threw a random number out there. We're going to try to avoid tolls because we're not in a rush. And we can go that extra hour or whatever out of the way. But then you also have to think about like miles per gallon versus how much I'm saving on the toll. So things to think about. If the toll is two bucks, you might as well go through the toll. Right. But if the toll is $25 and you have like, you know, maybe a half hour drive, it might be worth uh, missing the toll for that one. Right. Um, of course, 
uh, insurance. If you're traveling to different countries, you might want to look into, are there costs associated with border crossings? Are there costs associated with tourist visas? Mm -hmm. Um, Are there costs associated with importing your vehicle to the country? So if you know your dream and where you're going, you can really look into how much these costs are going to be and then plan for them. Um, And then other everyday things like laundry, food, mail forwarding, if you're going to get into that, health insurance. Um, We built in a little buffer for random hotel nights. Mm -hmm. So say one or both of us get sick or, you know, a crazy storm is coming and we just feel like it'll be safer or we just want a little bit of luxury for a couple of days. Having a little build-in budget for hotel rooms is very nice. And then the last thing that we budgeted for is activities. Because you're on the road, you want to actually do things and have fun. And when experiences offer themselves to you, you don't want to be, you don't want to have to say no because you don't have the money. Correct. So we budgeted... Um, $300 a month for just random activities, activities yeah. that might pop up. means I could jump out of a plane. Someday. So thinking about things like that. And then the other thing that you're going to want to do when you're building this whole budget is have a buffer. So if you think that it's going to be $50 a month for whatever the item is, maybe budget for $60 or $70 yeah. a month. If Always you, do a little bit extra. Yeah, and then you can see, so you add all those things together, you get a number at the bottom. And so the number at the bottom for us is 12 months of all these expenses. Mm-hmm. So then you look at that big number and you're like, wow, that's a lot. But then we ha- gave ourselves a full year to save. So we only needed to save X amount of dollars per month yeah. for 12 months mm-hmm. so that we could go on a 12-month adventure. Yes. Correct. And like, it's not as hard as you guys would think it is. I mean, yeah, it's a little difficult wrapping your mind around it. But once you actually have done that and you see the numbers and you start doing it, it becomes more of a possibility. And then it becomes like almost like a lifestyle. And it becomes almost like a little bit of a game that you're like, ooh, how much money can I put away this month? And how much money can I save versus how much money I saved last month? And ooh, I'm not going to, you know, what kind of a lunch could I scrimp together with the random stuff that's in my fridge so that I don't have to go and spend $15 on lunch today? For sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it helps to, I will say, totally having a buddy to do this with. Of course you can do it by yourself. But having somebody... Yes, it doubles our expenses in terms of food and cell phone and things like that. But when we were saving, because we were doing it together and we had like an accountability buddy to be like, you know, oh, you're out tonight and you're busy, so I'm going to make lunch for us tomorrow. Or let's not go to that event tonight. Let's stay home and make dinner and, you know, play board Mm -hmm. games instead. I mean, there's countless times where my friends or family or somebody has wanted me to go out with them. And I had to tell them like, no, but if you want to come here, we can make something, whatever. And, you know, if they came, cool. If not, it is what it is. But I had to make sacrifices. And and like now those friends understand it now. Mm -hmm. But previous, you know, they they didn't get it at first. And that's okay. Yeah. And other random things like, oh, do you want to come with us to this show? If I really wanted to go to the show, then sure. But if I'm like, eh, that show's okay, like whatever, like mm-hmm. I don't need to go or like whatever. Maybe I don't buy a ticket for the event, but then I meet you afterwards and we go for a drink. Yeah. So then you can kind of like choose between 
you know, maybe I won't go to the first part, but I'll go to the second part. Or right, maybe, yeah. you know, if you guys are going out for a big fancy dinner, maybe I'll meet you for drinks afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, of course, if it's your best friend's birthday or, if, you that, know. If, there's exceptions. Yeah. For sure. Like, you still have to live your life and, yeah. you know, enjoy things. But if it's, the thing about it is I find, especially living in New York, there's opportunities all the time everywhere you look and every corner you that you turn door people are like spend money and yeah. so you have to get used to being like is no. this something that i really want to do that i'm really going to enjoy that i'm going to be thankful that i did mm-hmm. or is it just something that i'm doing for the sake of doing because everybody else is doing it correct correct and then once you kind of decide about that and then you think too is this something that i really want to do or would i rather be jumping out of a plane in baja yeah I'm probably gonna. I'll jump out of the plane, Baja, please. <laughs> I like life experiences. That's a big thing that I'm I'm very big into. Mm-hmm. So like just getting out, like being on the mountain or jumping out of a plane or riding in a in a you know a race car or something like that. Just like gathering these different experiences really helps. It helps with you know you getting to understand why people do these things and like why people live these lifestyles and stuff like that it it to me actually like helps me grow as a person i mm-hmm. feel like it makes me understand myself more uh and it makes me like be able to get over fears that i may have mm-hmm. you know well that's any kind of long term travel experience mm-hmm. if you step outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. of you know you've always lived in an apartment or a house and you've always had a steady job mm-hmm. just the experience of moving away from that and trying a different alternative lifestyle. Yeah. You're it's a big change and challenge for yourself mentally and physically mm-hmm. and emotionally that's gonna help you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean I feel it has already even in the short time. So guys, like get yourself out there and go do it. Mm-hmm. And then once you kind of have your budget and you know what you want to save and you've thought about your expenses and you've kind of cut down on things that you didn't really need or mm-hmm. whatever, you're going to see that the money kind of piles up oh, yeah. really quickly. Really fast. And then, like, it gets exciting because you're like, oh, snap, I could, like, I could really do this. You and know? I could save even more, and, like, you know. And even, like, when I'm, say, I'm, I decide that we're done, like, we decide that we're done with this. We know that we could get right back on that bandwagon, save a bunch more money, and do whatever it else it is that we need mm-hmm. to do next, you know? So even if you're thinking about working in between your van life, it's the same kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So like say you're traveled for six months and now you're working for three, mm-hmm. you could save so much money in those three months. Oh, for sure. And like life on the road, if you're, you know, not doing lavish, crazy things, if you're making a lot of your meals yourself, mm-hmm. can be fairly inexpensive. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you work really hard for those three months and save all your money and don't blow it, you could travel for another six to eight months from the money that you made in that short period of time. For sure. So once you're watching the money pile up, for me, it was really exciting. Well, so the first thing that we did when we were going through all of this, I was spending $1,600 a month on rent plus probably another $200 on expenses for the house. Mm -hmm. So like gas and cable and things like that. So my lease was coming Sorry to our podcast listeners. We had a telephone call come in, and so it stopped the recording. Um, So we're picking back up. So basically what I was saying was that I was paying a lot of money for rent, and I didn't want to renew my lease. And so, well, I was trying to convince Frankie to move in with me because it was closer to work, and the commute was a lot better. But Frankie made the correct decision. decision. 
that we should move in with him. Yeah, well, so where, where I was living was half the price of what she was paying, plus no utilities or cable or anything like that. So she wound up cutting her cost of living immediately into Less a than quarter. Half, into was a, a quarter. quarter of what I was paying yeah, it was a quarter before. of what you were paying. So she was able to save a ton of money in that situation, and then I was able to save half of the money that I was spending on rent because um, we, moved, because in we together. moved in together. So it was a win-win for both of us. Not only did we get to save a lot more money, but we got to experience living together before we actually got in this small, tiny van. Yeah. <laughs> which which was a, a great experience. You know, we, we enjoyed each other just as much as when we weren't living together, when we were living together, mm-hmm. if not more. And then when we moved into the van, it made it even easier. And then also on top of that, it allows you to keep each other accountable for actually saving for your budget because mm-hmm. uh, you're around each other. So, you know, you don't, you don't want to get into different expenses or whatever it is. Yeah. So let's kind of wrap this whole thing up because I have a little buddy who's coming over. What's up, buddy? What's up, bud? Oh, no. No, Charlotte hit him. Charlotte, was that nice? All right, let's wrap this up. I'm going to okay. go take care of the kids. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. So thank you guys so much for watching. If you have any hey, questions Charlotte. about how to budget for van life or you want more details about something that we said, uh, just drop a comment below and we will for sure get back to you. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening in and watching the live stream on YouTube. And that's all for this week. So I'm signing off and we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. If you guys are loving this FNA podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation, you guys are going to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out. Go to fnavanlife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind the scenes content.